Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hi, it's Lisa again, and welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. We are now on another um, podcast of Ask an Advocate. And this one comes to me from, this one will be quick, I think, uh, about a six-year-old little girl. And mom writes, my daughter's kindergarten teacher referred her for special education classes. She has no disability, but is behind her peers. Can schools refer without evidence of a true disability after only a few months of school? Can I keep my daughter in regular ed classes without with modifications as needed? Um, okay, so... First of all, and I don't, I really don't mean to insult anyone. I'm not trying to insult you, but I think that maybe you have some misinformation here or you don't have all the information and you need to go back and look at everything you've been given um, regarding letters, emails, and so on. Because um, the teacher cannot just place a child in special education classes. Um, They have to seek out your permission to evaluate her first. And it would be, that's kind of a process that would be hard to miss because you get a permission to evaluate letter. Um, The evaluation process itself takes, uh, depending on the state, but let's, let's ballpark it and say 60 days. Um, and then they have to draw up a report. They have to invite you to that meeting to go over the report and so on. Um, because IEPs and special education are not diagnosis-based. They are needs-based. So they would just perform evaluations to determine her levels of need. So somewhere along the line, either that's all she's been referred for is the evaluations. So you're still at the beginning of the process. Or this is my other thought. um, Your daughter has been moved into what we call as RTI. Um, An RTI is not special ed. It is gen ed. Um, it's called it, RTI is um, short for response to intervention. Other, some districts and states are now refer, they don't even call it RTI anymore. They call it MDSS for multidisciplinary something, something. Um, but that is, RTI is still considered gen ed. It basically is just a, a program set up that addresses a child's individual needs, but it's not special education. 
So I do have a blog post about, R- I have two blog posts about RTI on my, on my website, adayinourshoes.com, if you want to read about them. Um, I know that I have a neighbor who has a child the same age as my son, um, my niece who is in the same school as my son, but she's a year older than my son, but all three of those kids have successful, been successful participants of RTI. Um, and what my district does is they call it win W I N for what I need. And every grade has a win period. And during win you, the groups split up. So kids who need reading assistance go to some reading help. Those who need help in math go to math help. Um, I know that the school district next door to mine also offers win, win classes, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Um, there are win sessions um, where they practice and learn and teach executive function skills. Um, my son was getting um, enrichment because he did not want to be in the gifted program, but at the same time he was growing frustrated and bored because he is gifted, but uh, long story, I'm not, not going to make it all about me, but he was going to enrichment during win and that helped him. Um, but again, RTI or win or MDSS or whatever your, school calls it is still considered part of gen ed and they do not need your permission to do this during the, during these periods, you know, at at least at all the schools around here, it it affects every child, every child does their, you know, and yeah, during when some kids who have IEPs, that is when they receive their therapy or their one-on-one tutoring or whatever it is that they need. They may receive special education during their RTI time. So can they refer without evidence? And, you know, and again, because you've used that word refer twice, um, that leads me to believe that you, that it, this is RTI and not special ed because RTI, I, I don't know. I just often hear that um, I hear refer used with RTI a lot more than I do for I, than I do for IEPs, if that makes sense. Um, and no, they don't need a diagnosis. They don't need to do evaluations or anything else for RTI. However, to answer the last part of your question, can I keep my daughter in regular ed classes with modifications? Short answer is yes. If it if this is an IEP evaluation and she is found to be in need of special education, Um, The schools are bound to what is known as LRE, which stands for Least Restrictive Environment. And they are obligated to educate her in the least restrictive environment and to consider the least restrictive placements first. So, yes, there's a blog post about LRE on the blog, too. Um all these acronyms. I also have a blog post about acronyms. Um, so yeah, it's a lot to unpack, but like I said, I'm not trying to insult you and say, you don't know what you're talking about, but I would go back, um, go back and double check what you've received because it, it just, um, 
like I said, a teacher can't just refer you to a special education class as you've, um, as you've kind of, as you've stated, you said, my daughter's kindergarten teacher referred her for special education classes. You know, a teacher cannot just say this, this child doesn't belong here and put her in a self-contained classroom. That's not how the special ed and IEP process works. Um, so somewhere along the line, there's, there's a gap in information. So double check on that. And as always, we have the Facebook group. Look for a day in our shoes.com Facebook group. Um, we have a Facebook page. You've are obviously already found the podcast. There's an email list and the blog. There's a YouTube channel. I don't do much on the YouTube channel, but there's everything. So anyway, we will get your questions answered. And good luck with you and your daughter. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with a day in our shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group. Wait.